Woman cancels date after discovering man's zodiac sign. Is this something that's common in the dating world? We're going to discuss this as well as the craze that's sweeping the entire world, New York Times Wordle. In addition, we're going to talk about a very funny murder mystery party that Will Woodington hosted one time. All this and way more coming up on episode 47 of the Stouting Off podcast. Welcome, welcome. Episode 47 of the Stouting Off podcast. Can't believe we've made it this far. We've made it this far. Believe there's a song that starts out like that. Can't remember it though, because I don't know any music that was made prior to 1996. Anyway, I'm Drew Stoutenberg, host of the Stouting Off podcast. Want to welcome my brothers in arms to the studio remotely due to the miracle of technology from across the country, Jordan and Will. Welcome, you guys. 1996. Hi. That's right. Jinx. That's Jinx. And that's Jinx. <laughs> that's how Jinx works. Um, it's lovely to have you guys both here. Man, I between me, you, and the fence post, I feel like we're really finding our rhythm here on the pod. And uh, the past two weeks, I can't believe the reception that we've gotten from fans new, old, and future. Um, yeah. It's, it's been really nice. So it's been nice uh, with the new addition of the crew. Of course, sure. billiards, Will Woodington. Um, you know, welcome to the family. And so, I, I think you guys, I think, comma, you guys, comma, I we should all get matching tattoos that say "Stouting Off." But it should be our faces in the logo, like Mount Rushmore. So, Jordan, if you could, I don't know, maybe draw up some mock-ups or something. It could be. Yeah, nice. I can do that. Yeah, and I would do that probably. Yeah, volunteer without on your own volition. You know, like on your own accord. Yeah, I'll do it. Um, on your own hot record. It's good to be back, though. I think <laughs> that you know the best part about the the podcast is that while we're talking us three together and stuff like that, kind of feels like we're talking to everyone and they're talking back to us. It does. It's almost like you can hear you can hear them. Yeah, seems if like you a listen. psychological issue. But <laughs> I was going to say, if you listen closely, it's like when you put your ear inside of a seashell, you can hear. Yeah. It's a studio waves. audience. It feels yeah. like a studio audience. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Listening to a seashell and you just hear like a Jerry Springer audience <laughs> inside of it. <laughs> you are not the father. You pull the, you pull the conch shell to your ear. Beautiful ocean. You are. Serene, scenery is beautiful. Everything. Oh, man. Look at this shell. I used to love doing this as a kid. Jerry. Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> it's like that. It's like it that. Really is. I did. You are not the father, which is Maury, and so yeah, that that's going to be on me. Viewers, please blast him in the comments. Thank you. Yes, like yes, I deserve well. that. I, I. That's a good point. While we're there, viewers, and while we're addressing you, the elephant in the room here, would you like subscribe and share with your inner circle and your outer circle too? But mostly and foremostly your inner circle outer circle they can you know, take it or leave it but share it with at least three people if you would although my inner circle is much larger than two or three i mean we're talking <laughs> five uh, six five i mean six even like it's way larger than two or three i i was talking with someone recently if i was to get married today 
you know, just how just how difficult it would be to narrow down five or six groomsmen. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like, I've already stood in more than five or six weddings. So if I'm just going on weddings alone, then that's a thing I got to think about. And you've somehow even, been the best man at every wedding in the Metro Detroit area <laughs> for the last right. 35 years. That's right. That is true. Well, I was, you know, I was running the LLC, uh, Best Man Enterprises, BME <laughs> LLC, 501c3. <laughs> and BME, so BME LLC, dude. <laughs> BME LLC, 501c3. Not incorporated. Um, Formerly anyway. known as Blemlock. <laughs> yeah, you're familiar. Yeah. yeah. You wrote all my marketing material. I forgot about that. I remember that. You want to know something that um, I talked about The Bachelor last week. I brought this up and I meant to. This is why I brought it up last week, but we never got to it. it on The Bachelor, when The Bachelor is saying goodbye, saying, you're, you know, you're not going to get a rose. You have to go home. Or when The Bachelorette is saying that on those seasons. They and they say, "Can I walk you out?" And they like hold hands to the limo to leave, and then they he he sequesters her into the limo and they drive away. She drives away, and they both well, cry. The limo driver drives. <laughs> She's in there. The limo but driver yeah, cries. I in <laughs> I can imagine no circumstance in which I would ever be the person who, after the bachelorette tells me I'm sending you home because there's no connection. We hold hands after that and walk to the limo. It's not happening. It's not happening. I'm not going to be cordial after we break up. No. You know? On national I'm, TV. On national TV. I'm not going to shatter stuff. I'm not going to get ticked off. But I'm not going to be like, yeah, let's hold hands. Well, A, because I hate holding hands while walking. But I also am not going to do that. And I was no. just wondering if you guys have any thoughts on that. Jordan, uh, Billiards, you made your your position clear. You're with me. Jordan, would you ever, would you be the guy who says, sure, uh, you can walk me out and you do the thing? Um, Probably, yeah. Just like to keep it somewhat civil. Yeah. But like, uh, but at the same time, like, no, I wouldn't want to, you know? Yeah, sure. But they also say something else. Like, when they get to the limo, they say, like, I thought we had something, and I just want the best for you. And so, like, good luck with the rest of the show. I'd be like, good luck. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Made a a mistake. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be wishing someone luck when I lost. You know what I mean? In In that situation. Because that's like playing with heartstrings and stuff like that. You're not. It's not good sportsmanship. It's not a game. You know, like right. if you're if you're playing Wheel of Fortune, yeah, you can to your opponent. You can be like, all right, good luck. But <laughs> right. like, I, w- I would hold Pat Sajak's hand <laughs> if I lost on the way out. <laughs> you would. Walk you would let him the car? <laughs> walk to the to car that home. you won, dude. The Honda Accord that you won. <laughs> the walk car you that I it? didn't win. <laughs> I lose Wheel of Fortune. I'm getting. I'm holding hands with Pat Sajak. On the way out, the entire way out. <laughs> but he walks you up to where the car is that the other person won, and he shows you all the features. The winner has power to drive locks. me away from the studio. <laughs> this is what you could have won. <clears throat> power locks, air conditioning, AM, FM tuner. <laughs> I found something that I wanted to run by you guys. Let's hear it. I saw a TikTok. Here we go. And it said, 
if she lets guys buy her drinks when she's in a relationship, that's cheating. Dumb. With, re- with red flags. Dumb. Mm. That's that's totally not cheating, right? No. No. Not at all. I think I think smart. I don't want to speak on behalf of women all around the world, but I do feel like that's sort of commonplace. Like a girl's not going to turn down a free drink. Buying the drink does not mean that they're um, subjugated to continue conversation with this person or invest in them at all. Yeah. You're not on the hook for anything. No. And if that guy buys that drink, that's on him. He buys that drink. Uh, un, un, uh, unannounced. Uh, she has uh, no moral uh, responsibility, how you say, to yeah. uh, then divulge into the relationship stuff. But yeah. if it comes down to that, yeah, hey, I'm in a relationship. That's all good. That's good stuff. And I can tell that you've you've really looked up the legal case against this. So I've studied this for a while. Yeah. I, I yeah. really have. In Chicago, in L.A. for a couple of years, I practiced it. Um, and then you, you, you didn't go to Bismarck cause that's the capital for stuff like this. I, you know, biz, I wanted to, I wanted to go to Bismarck, but it was too busy. Real estate there is just through the roof though. Yeah. yeah I couldn't make yeah, it yeah. happen. So yeah. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <gasps> um, I think right. that's dumb. Um, frankly, that, I do that too. Someone, now I can understand the implication of buying someone a drink too. So I can see, like, if I play devil's advocate, I can see, like, you know, if someone came home and I, my girlfriend came home and she's like, yeah, we were out at the uh, place. I, I met this really great guy and he, he, <laughs> he, he bought me drinks. I'd be like, that's weird, but also free. So good on you. Sure. Um, but I buy people drinks, I think, all the time. Yeah. yeah Something yeah, yeah. that I do. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I think... I'm not trying to cheat on anyone. <laughs> yeah, I think the the I think the nature I think the uh, the context of it is what's most important. If if and by what means that mini interaction was initiated. If she's flirting with somebody, I don't particularly like that. If my girlfriend was like flirting with guys yeah. to get them to buy him drinks, I don't like. I guess it's the means by which you you get the free drink. If it was involuntarily involuntary, somebody sends. My girl a drink or whatever. Okay, great. Yeah. Don't care at all. Yeah. yeah, not even worth mentioning. Don't right. care if it's You'll like, yeah, them. we were talking with these. We were talking with these guys all night, and like totally could tell that one of them was super into me, and the other was super into my friend, and they just bought us drinks all night, and it was. I'd be like, mm, you can afford your own drinks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you, at you some don't point, need to there's do that. like, yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, so I guess it depends. The person who wrote that. Had a bad experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The person who wrote that TikTok or posted that TikTok had a bad experience and, and something happened. And he wrote the code for the TikTok. The, the person who programmed the <laughs> app, he wrote it. Brackets in bold. <laughs> Remember that formatting on HT, like on MySpace HTML? Oh, yeah. yeah Miss I thought it. it was a quote. Uh, thought it was a quote. Wow, I'm just gonna stop, dude. Can't say it. <laughs> Can't say the word. Thought I was a cork. cork. Yeah, thought I was a cork. A cork. <laughs> I mean a cork. Bales and bale. Hey, we learned something about corks, but before we go into corks, say what you were gonna say. I thought I was a uh, like a, a professional level coder. Yeah. When I would make my MySpace page. Oh, for sure. And edit it. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. When you were like, oh, I can move this picture below this other picture. I know how to do that. Right. Yeah. Speaking of cork, though, <laughs> what you spoke about a few moments ago, we learned on some distillery tours the other day that the the main supplier country of cork for around the world, all applications, is Portugal. Something like 90% of the world's cork comes from Portugal. Hmm. Didn't we learn that, Will, at one of the th- places? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, at Jack Daniels, I got this limited edition, limited edition um, bottle. The Red Dog Saloon version of Jack Daniels. Oh, which that's is cool. Nor- normal Jack Daniels, but it's proofed up a tiny bit. Six, six proof. And it uh, pays homage to one of the saloons he used to operate or he opened. That was called Red Dog. Yeah, so exactly. He opened the red, like he had the Red Dog Saloon and then the White Rabbit yep. Saloon as well. Um, and the White Rabbit is the name of their bottle shop, their souvenir shop. They have to call, interestingly enough, Jack Daniels is located in, in Lynchburg, Tennessee, and it's a dry county. You can't, hmm. like, purchase alcohol for consumption purposes there but you can buy alcohol in their gift shop in a commemorative bottle which happens to have alcohol in it that's like their loophole somehow huh. yeah it's like a souvenir yeah it's a souvenir bottle that happens to be filled with some nice <laughs> nice whiskey wish i could open he it opened his color plus animal he only had two guess, of them. Yeah, he only had two, but for some reason, they don't even know <clears throat> why he called them one Red Dog Saloon and the other White Rabbit Saloon. He had a something. He had something with animals, clearly. Yeah. I tell you, every time I go to a place like this, like Jack Daniels doesn't have a reputation with me like, mmm, some good sipping bourbon right there, or good sipping whiskey right there. <laughs> but after I go to these places, I'm like, I kind of like it. I, I got an appreciation for the story and everything now. 100%. We've said it time and time again on this podcast, but like the reason that the three of us like whiskey is not because it's drunk juice or it's a cool image or something like this. It's America's native spirit, which is cool. bourbon is native, uh, uh, America's native spirit, which is cool, but also like all the cool history behind it. And then the most important part is getting to share it. Mm-hmm. Sharing the For passion, sure. um, which not to speaking mention, too, of, yeah, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, I insist you go. Yeah, so like when when I started getting into bourbon, like I liked old fashions, but it took me a second to like old fashions because I'd never had a good old fashioned. So like an old fashioned that I knew was like a wedding old fashioned, where it's like just bad. It just yeah. tastes bad. Bowling alley ice and just watered down. And <laughs> yeah, watered they run down, down to the bowling just... alley to get their ice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is something about bowling alley ice, dude. Yeah. It's well, wetter than normal ice, and it's infused with cigarette smoke. Yes. What is this five thousand dollar charge on our on our catering bill, honey? Oh, they had to run down to the to Vision Lanes and get some ice. <laughs> well, they, we needed the premium ice, honey. So what do you expect? <laughs> but yeah, so like the old fashioned was a a gateway into bourbon for me. And I think that oftentimes, like even if I give my mom like a pour and she tastes it, tastes it, she's going to like, um, she's going to immediately get, it's going to be like way too hot. Right. Mm -hmm. Because people who drink just a bourbon neat are expecting, they're anticipating it to burn. They're anticipating it to, to hurt and and feel it all the way down. When you go to a distillery, you you learn more about what's 
kind of infused and in, in the bourbon and what makes the bourbon that bourbon or whiskey the whiskey or whatever it is. Yeah. And so now when you drink it, you're looking for those things as opposed to anticipating or being intimidated by, you know, a, a, a fumes through your nose experience, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. And you're drinking a story too. You're remembering back on the story. Yeah. You're remembering walking by those big, you know, fermentation tanks and the smell of it and the sounds of it. And you're remembering about how Jack Daniels died due to implications <laughs> from kicking his kicking safe because he was pissed off. Yeah. He got gangrene on his foot as a result of the injury, had to <laughs> amputate his toes, had to amputate his leg. Eventually, the, the infection still spread to the rest of his body, and he died at like 60 or 56 or something. Yeah. Jeez. So you're just all these the stories and the history. That's why we freaking love bourbon and just whiskey in general. That's why that's why that's it's great. cool. So you, that definitely fascinated me that <clears throat> I didn't know that he died from that. I didn't even know that he had uh, a leg amputated at whatever point. Same. Uh, yeah, because he kicked his safe, gangrene to his toe, cut that off. Then he lost his leg because of it. And then eventually died. Like I had no idea. <clears throat> um, so I, we've talked about this on the last two podcasts. How I have ancestry dot com. You have the resources. One of my key resources. Okay. Um, so when I was delving into it, you could uh, you could see different newspaper clippings and articles and stories about certain people that you know, have shared people within their tree, you know, if they've saved memories or they have information, whatever. So I'm digging into my dad's family's past and I'm two generations back, I think two, maybe three. And, um, I was looking up newspaper articles using the last name of my family, um, which is, or, or, well, their family, which was Bullard. And, so I'm looking up stuff in Nashville. I come across this article from, I don't even know what year it was. I think it was like maybe the 30s or the 40s at some point. And I could not believe it because my dad or someone had told me about this story and I had completely forgotten about it, put it in the back of my mind, or just didn't believe that it was true because it was just hearsay at that point. Sure, you know, yeah. he, didn't, he never met this person. He was told this story by someone else. It's like, all right, how, how much truth is there to this? But Exactly. Anytime any, either of my parents, for example, say, well, you know, way, way back when, several generations ago, X happened. And I'm like, nope, didn't. Yep. Didn't. <laughs> you don't fact check anything. Nope. Didn't. You have no way of proving it, so didn't. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I heard this around a bonfire one night. Yeah, did. 2 a.m. All right. Didn't happen. But <clears throat> so I was actually <laughs> able to verify this. <laughs> My this this I'm tying this into how weird of a of a trajectory Jack Daniels took to his the end of his life. Yeah. My great uncle, I think his name was George Honk. Oh, Charles Honk. (laughs) (laughs) My great uncle Charles, he worked in a, a some sort of bagel factory, I believe it was in Nashville and um, one of the, one of his coworkers was horsing around one day and decided to take an air hose that they blow the machines off with to clean them off with and just, you know, stuck it. He, he stuck, he stuck, he stuck, he stuck it. it. He stuck it up where, where the, the sun, sun don't, don't shine. shine, where the sun does not ever shine. Ladies and gentlemen. Wow. George Jinx for real. Yes. Jinx. Jinx. Um, Jinx. Scram, and scram, scram. 
it was so forceful that it ended up ending his life. Uh, Man. A harmless prank. A harmless little prank. He's like, I was just joking around. <laughs> I was just kidding around. I was just horsing around. <laughs> I wasn't trying to kill the guy. His last word. <laughs> I was Dude. just joking around. I'm sorry for but your loss, Billiards. Thank you. I was very close to him back in the late 30s. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, man. But I but I, I couldn't believe it, man. I mean, if anything, I mean, he didn't die in vain. He gave us a great story to talk about. He did. It's, and it's we, really funny you say that because you've told me this story before. And my dad, he's a great carpenter. I grew he, up basically in a wood shop, you know, like we would go to school and have shop. And I'd be always like, or I'd always, you know, be like, this is nothing like my dad's you know yeah what I mean? totally like, totally I, totally i've seen that before all the yeah, stuff i know all the smells and the sounds and stuff <laughs> yeah but like growing up around those tools obviously had like some sort of scare from my dad in there too you know like be careful be cautious all the stuff and when it came to like our air compressor which wasn't like a sit on the ground air compressor it was a two tank you know like 50 250 gallon air tank like compressor six feet tall yeah massive you know and um he's like every time he said i used to know a guy you know we were in the shop (laughs) did we were in the shop (laughs) yeah yeah we were in the shop and uh he decided to play a joke stick it up where the sun don't shine he blew his guts out And then you told me that story, and I'm like, maybe my dad knew him, but then you said 30s. (laughs) (laughs) Well, dude, in high school, our shop teacher said that. He said that exact same little story. It's a thing, man. Maybe this is a thing. Maybe that's how... Maybe that's a, a thing. A lot of lives lost over that compressor joke. We need... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little compressor prank. Yeah. It's a, really an untold story of a, a generation of people who have unfortunately fallen victim to that prank it's sinister yeah. really <laughs> truthfully so if you're out there don't try it at home don't, don't try it don't, don't do try it. it in your bagel factory do you guys want to know something um fun that i did over the weekend i would like to yeah um on sunday i hosted 14 people at my house and we we had like a polish day um because today right now is uh fat tuesday and so uh, in Michigan, I think it's only in Michigan, right? Is it yeah, down I'm glad there? You're, I'm glad you brought that up. So yes, uh, our friend Johnny in one of the group chats that I'm in was like, Stout, have you found any punchkis down in Nashville? Like, did you get a punchki? I'm like, dude, people down here don't even know that word. It's yeah. very just localized to, I believe, the Detroit area and like true blue Polish people. Sure. I think it's a very... Polish thing, and so it just ha- it so happens that there's a Polish Detroit is Detroit, yeah, you know, high high Polish, yeah. So anyway, we knew it was uh, we knew it was Fat Tuesday. It's, that's what it's called, Fat Tuesday. By the way, for all of you who don't know, it's, it's just Fat right on Tuesday. the nose, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and so anyway, we got with our friends and we said, hey, how about the weekend before Fat Tuesday? We get together and we just do like all Polish dishes. And this was so fun. Like everybody brought their own stuff and like we had like a bunch of different sausages and um and and people brought punchkis, which are like the donuts, uh 
probably Beautiful. 15, 1600 calorie donuts that are filled with custard or Love jelly them. or whatever it is. I want to be buried with them. I mean, they're fantastic. I, do. I want to be buried in one, dude. Yeah, they're fantastic. <laughs> I had, for the first time ever, actually, I had a cannoli punchki, which Beautiful. was so insanely good. In Sounds fact, good. well, I think I have one upstairs. You can have after this. Um, so anyway, it was super fun. And I, uh, you know, I've eaten pierogies like grow, growing up, but I've gotten them in the freezer section and I've yeah. put them in the oven and and I've eaten them with sour cream and they're awesome. Sure. But we actually like handmade the dough, like rolled it through the, the pasta, you know, thinner outer for lack yeah. of better terms yeah. um the machine the simple machine and um and then like on my counter we had probably a hundred pierogi like circles filled them with some potatoes some sauerkraut pinched it did all the stuff dude it was so fun dude that sounds and yum the, the food was so good i made Dang. a polish cocktail um i didn't exactly know what or who was going to be super interested to like the 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 drinks. And so I wanted to make it like as universally fun as possible. Like I wanted everybody to enjoy it. So that's I ended a good up doing host. a Polish mule. Um cool. and with that I did like a ginger and pear infused vodka with lime and um you know ginger beer and stuff like that. And it was really good, simple syrup. It was really good. That's tight. Yeah, but it was I mean, a fun time. You do events really well. I mean, yeah, good host. Very good host. Gracious host. I feel like we're all pretty good at hosting. I feel like we all sure. love to host. Don't we, Will? And when we host we, together... Oh, I mean... Yeah, unforgettable gala. Unforgivable. Unforgivable, unforgettable gala uh, that it usually <laughs> is. Um, have you ever had this? I have. I have it at home. Maker's cast say, strength, you guys. I will also say that if it weren't for Monica, my wonderful, perfect human being wife, I wouldn't know what hosting was. Shout her out. She, yeah, she has all the considerations under wraps. Dude, she, she's like, well, she if you thought about where everybody's going to go to the bathroom, yeah. if you thought about how everybody's going to park, yep, et cetera. She knows like all the questions. <laughs> I think she knows how to host, and that's why I feel like I might know how to host. That's Every great. time I that's come true. over, there's nothing short of... 15 plates in the in the kitchen displayed with meats cheeses chocolates nuts rare rare goods yeah, rare fine oils that yeah. imported soft cloth imported <laughs> indonesia right. yeah, everything, yeah everything probably I've, brand cashmere. new napkins brand like whatever themed yep. for whatever it was yep yeah she's great yeah anyway but <clears throat> i've i've hosted some things in my apartment and it's an immediate fire hazard if I get anything over than six people in that place. That's <laughs> true. But it's fun. It's fun. It's true, but it's very it's fun. Close quarters. But yeah, it's usually fun. I hosted our uh, that uh, murder mystery party uh, a few years ago. That's got to be fun. That was very, very special. It was Give 19, us the quick rundown of that. Nineteen, I think it was 1920s themed, of course. And so my the motif in my apartment fits perfectly already. Um, Stout, his character, I think I was like a mob boss. Stout's character was um, my right hand man. Um, I forget what his name was. In the, Tommy in the Four Guns Beagle. Tom. That's weird. I'm sure nobody expected that. 
A plot twist. Stout's my right hand man. <laughs> if you can believe that. Uh, uh, and we, we had so, so many great friends. It was so fun because I sent um, everybody's character on who they were going to be. I mailed it all to them. That's good. Cool. So they got in the mail. They got to like kind of dress appropriately for their character, build it up, whatever. And everybody showed up. Everybody yeah, showed he up. He was that a pilot. That's super fun. And so that's what I want to touch on was one of the best characters uh, in the whole thing was this this pilot uh, character who I, I don't know why, but I gave it to Andy Broda. Now, Andy, for you listeners and, and viewers that don't know Andy, he's a very he's a great guy. But he's, I mean, he's mild-mannered. You he's know? not he's, center of attention, he's guy. Not, he's not yelling. He's not, you know, he's not center of attention, like you said. I gave him probably one of the most center of attention characters of all time. <laughs> because not only was he a pilot, he was like the town drunk as well. <laughs> yeah. And for the party, um, I decided, okay, I'm going to line up, I think, three period-correct cocktails to serve everybody through the night. So... I, I spent about three hours making everybody their first cocktail. That's and then right. <laughs> as, as we're going through the night, it, you know, people are walking up and saying, hey, can you make me, do you mind making me another one? So I would make a cocktail for Andy. He would put it in his hand and then go, can I have another one? <laughs> true to character. At, true to character. He was every time he would be double fisting cocktails. He had these amazing air, like aviator goggles and stuff. It just it was, it was with awesome. the leather cap that kind yes. of goes down. It was perfect. So authentic. That, that was so fun. I just remember being your enforcer, dude. That yes. was so funny. Yes. And anytime anybody would say anything, I was just. Hey! 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 <laughs> Hey, we just we just be talking. I just be. I had an inflatable Tommy gun too. Yes. Oh, that's fun. I just got, be waving I, it around. I have a picture of you staring out my window, looking intimidating <laughs> yeah. with the inflatable Tommy gun next to me. Oh, it's hilarious. Know, thinking about like a situation like that, there is literally nothing better than some some th- sort of themed party that everybody's just like down mm-hmm. to be at and just oh, like everybody was goes all, all in. in. There is nothing worse than that one person yeah. who doesn't want to be there or or didn't dress up like yep. they should have. Yep. Yep. You know what? We all know the person. 100% yeah. dude. I had faith that I hand chose every person that was going to be there because I knew that these people are going to show up. Yeah. They're going to show, they're going to be dressed up, they're going to be into their character, they're going to be into the whole thing. Yep. Yep. I can't tell you how do, Halloween is one of my favorite holidays mm. um mm-hmm. for whatever reason and is it because you love being a character dude? i love not being me could it be <laughs> and at the at my very heart and soul and core and so but i've been to halloween parties like my aunt would usually have like a halloween get together and it's 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 nothing crazy it's you know maybe 20 25 people she invite she would invite and they'd have a bonfire and we'd all hang out and stuff right my whole thing was like, I have to think of a great costume. Okay. So I would come come there dressed as Forrest Gump when he was running in the movie. Yeah. Short yeah. shorts, a beard. I put time into it. It's an uncomfortable thing yeah. to wear that outfit at the end of October in Michigan. Very yes, uncomfortable. For sure. But I was all I would show up and somebody would half the people weren't in costume. 
Uh, the people that were <laughs> were wearing st- things that they just found around that were easy to just slap on. Nobody was yeah. into it, and that's so disheartening. For sure, you know when you when you're really dedicated to it, and everybody else is just like, ah, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. the worst. I'm like, basically, you're you're, I don't know, you're degrading my. It feels like my birthday. <laughs> yeah. so, like yeah. it was that important to me. Um, so it's definitely key when you throw something like that to handpick and know your audience and know oh. whether or not they're going to be. You did a great job it. with the. With the twenties, with the twenties thing, man, that was a lot of work. Twenties party, I had to go. Rent. So it's kind of like Clue, then, right? Like that era. Like, yeah, yep. yeah. That's that's super fun. We were going to do something like that when we were in Nashville as well. Oh, it's it's very, very Halloween fun. is uh, like Monica's favorite holiday too. Mm-hmm. She loves dressing up. Now as a family, it's a little different. We all have to sure. You know, we get to be like less fun things, but they're still fun. I was Woody last year, <laughs> in. Uh, Blakely was Jane. Right? Yeah. Bo Peep. Jane? Oh, yeah. No, Wait, well, Monica Jane. was Bo Peep. Um, Jesse, sorry. Jesse. Oh, Jesse. yeah, yeah, Jesse. The female cowboy. And, and uh, Jude Cowgirl. was Buzz Lightyear. So, like, we'll probably be family-themed from now on, but mm-hmm. she takes it very, very seriously. Yeah. Like, starts planning in June, July. Yeah. Well, and I think that um, if you meet anybody from, like, the Midwest or the Northeast part of the country – they're pretty much going to have the same sentiment as when it comes to Halloween. I feel like you're going to find more love for Halloween the further you get into that territory versus like in Florida or something. Yeah, that's in interesting. Halloween, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Because th- there's a whole thing to it. That it's like the weather cools down. Yeah. There's bonfires. True. You get dressed yeah. up. It's a whole like ho- like honestly, Halloween shouldn't even be celebrated in the other states. Yeah. Let's take it away what, from them. What, yeah. What's the point? Which is why I'm going to bring up legislative. I was going to say, can you pass a bill? Can you present a bill to the House? C dash five two eight. Yeah, which is to uh, take Halloween away from the other uh, forty states. That's right. That's the lower (laughs) forty. The lower forty. The lower, as it's known. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Have you guys been playing Wordle? Never played it. Three (gasps) times. Three only. Three. It's a fun little thing. It took me four ever to find it i downloaded four apps dude from oh the it's app just store a website called wordle yeah. oh really he downloaded and they all made me Warple? pay warble you bought i you probably bought spent apps. eight bucks i probably spent eight bucks total on wordles that weren't the wordle i was like where did i get the squares dude that's probably their whole that's probably those scams whole strategy sucks you yeah, know it like there are gonna be enough suckers to fall for this no no no, no. we'll put out a subpar game it's yeah. a very simple game. It's New York Times. New York website, Times. I ended up browser. finding it. Yeah. Yeah. It's I a actually fun game. found it from Darren Whitehead's post. He said something about the New York Times, and I was like, okay, I'll do New York Times, Wordle. And then it was just, yeah, web browser, web based. Yeah, right there. Hmm. Yeah, it's off. fun. I have a couple group chats that now all we talk about is Wordle. Well, all we do is just send our little Wordle updates. But is man, it the same word for everybody every day? Yeah. That's kind of cool. So it's like, how did you get that in two guesses? It yeah. took me five or six. Sure. And so it can either be, it's not, it's not that fun for me on its own, but it's fun to compare metrics and compare stats and streaks to one another. I want to be in that group, Chad. Okay. I don't, I don't need to be. I but... want to be in that without playing it. Would you <laughs> okay. play it though? You'd be good at it. Maybe, you would be I good. Yeah, you'd be good at oh it. Oh my so. gosh. Today, the word was rupee. R U P E E, like the I believe it's the currency in India, one of yeah. the currencies at least. Huh. Yeah. And Joel Hall tried to say that he got that in two guesses. 
I think that's pure and utter malarkey. Can yeah. he? Doesn't he have to prove it? No. Well, yeah, his you can thing prove would be it. Like yellow, 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 and then all yeah, green. Can, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you can you can do it on a different device. Oh, it's by IP address, so you could do it on a different device and then go to your phone. Good call. I think he cheated. Ben Dag has an investigation ongoing, so we're going to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he has the resources as well. Not yeah. ancestry.com, but no, no, no. He d- he couldn't aff- he couldn't afford that. But good. Uh, uh-uh. no, no. But he's a different sector in the research department for sure. He yeah. is. He is. He is. Hey, listen to this. Listen to this, man. You yeah. heard me. Listen to this. You. Uh. So <laughs> this was a headline on the news. Yahoo News, so questionable news source, but <laughs> questionable in the sense that it's very grabby headlines. Woman cancels date after discovering man's zodiac sign. Is this something that is common in the dating world? A man was stunned by the reason his date canceled on him. Apparently, it was because of astrology. He asked Reddit's dating advice forum to weigh in. He asked out a barista he'd been making friendly conversation with for a few weeks. She agreed to go on a date. But after looking him up, she decided his zodiac sign wasn't compatible with hers. Uh, Give me a break. (laughs) Give me a break. Break Break me me off a piece of that zodiac sign. (laughs) That's it. That's, man, I tell you. (laughs) Dating is hard enough, let alone throw in the... uh, These kinds of things. Block your shot before you can even take it kind of thing. Block your own opportunity to meet somebody that you like. People are so freaking stupid. Sorry. I forgive you. I am stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You are so... It was you? It was me. She's a freaking Sagigeminal. What's it? What's one of the... Sagigeminal. (laughs) Sagigeminal. Yeah, I just don't have much to say about that other than when it comes to like knowing it's tough. Like the 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 social media aspect of of looking at investigating somebody date in like that you're interested in dating or like dating apps, sometimes you're better off just finding that some of that stuff out later on, you know? Mm-hmm. If you if you find something out straight away that seems to be like, ah, eh, nah, not for me. Versus mm-hmm. if you already like a person mm-hmm. and they you find out later that they have that about them, you could, there's a very good chance they'll be like, uh, I can I can live with that. I mean, mm-hmm. a little less than ideal, but I can compromise because they're a great person. They make me happy, you know? Like, we almost have too much information available to us when it comes to like that, that dating side and that interpersonal kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, it's almost like too subjective too. It's almost like... It's almost like um, people are trying to be too selective. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. a Zodiac sign. Oh, you mean to tell me that in 10 years that probably won't matter? Like, yeah, oh, you right, mean to tell me right. that in two years or one year or one month that probably won't matter? Like, yeah. You're putting well, a lot, a lot of stock into something that's completely unvalidated. <laughs> completely so unvalidated stupid. that too that too like but that's I, my yeah. that's my thing about that kind of zodiac sign stuff specifically is guide your life however you want to yeah but don't try to make assumptions about mine 
<laughs> based now, on stars. There, there are literally <laughs> always commonality things within those zodiac sign things. Oh, that yeah. Most people have that trait. Most yeah. pe- the majority of people have that trait. And you just so happen to fall within that same zodiac sign. If you're going to tell me that I have those traits, get out of here right away. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's not happening. Hey, hey, so, so prime example. Um, regular workouts and eating right is your mantra for keeping fit. You remain financially secure as previous investments keep you financially strong. Tensions regarding someone or something may mar domestic peace and harmony. Those planning for long for a long drive can expect an exciting time. Academic difficulties will get sorted out as you seem determined to give your best. Hey, man, something in there for everybody. <laughs> Straight up, dude. That's one horoscope, dude. You're fishing around in a jar of animal crackers. You're going to fish out those traits, man. There's something in there for everybody. But I guess my Seriously. question isn't isn't like horoscopes. Like if you like everything is positive about horoscopes, right? Uh, I mean, there's yeah. some negative stuff. Well, sure, but, but it, like, it's not it, like but damning. it could apply to anybody. Yeah, one hundred percent. Everything that they, it's not like they're like. Hmm, so what? What are you? Okay. Yeah. So you probably have a mother who uh, <laughs> right, used to right, make right. enchiladas. She called them enchiladas, but she didn't but, really. They weren't. But really it was actually just it was more a casserole. Of a casserole right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you're the type of person. Who, it's like sh- okay. At that point, I'm like, are right, they're really honing in on me? Okay. Yeah, I can right, I can invest right, some right. stock in this. Hey, stout. So that one, yeah. Hold on. But that one was for cancer, the cancer sign. So if you're mm-hmm. a cancer. Then regular workouts and eating right is your mantra for keeping fit. Jordan, you're not a cancer, are you? But that's your mantra. That's how everybody stays fit. go to the gym every yeah. day. You, hey, you know, would you do me a favor real quick? Just because yeah. you have your phone and I don't have mine because it's up yeah, there. Yeah, you know, no problem. Look up Taurus because that's what I am. Taurus. And let's for, see how accurate Taurus? this is. I'm actually interested right. in this. Taurus. All right. Four, all right. All right. Four. Sagittarius. <laughs> Taurus. Capricorn. SLE. <laughs> uh, with the uh, with the trim package or no? Um, hold on, no. <laughs> he's on Kelly Blue Book. <laughs> <laughs> find a Taurus for me, would you? Find a poor Taurus, eighty-six thousand miles. All right, all right, Taurus, you will be af- able to effectively curb expenses by taking some drastic measures. Not something you're concerned with. You may leave something unattended at work and become answerable for it. So take care. You work at home. You're not going to leave anything there. A new line of treatment for an old ailment is going to work wonders. No health issues. <laughs> family ties are set to get strengthened through a marriage. Everybody in your family's already married. All good. Traveling on a short vacation will be oodles of fun. True for anybody, regardless Everyone. of freaking sign or time of the year. You may begin to work towards mending fences in a property dispute. <sighs> Don't own a house. <laughs> and there you go. So yeah. there. house. Yet, yet, <laughs> if Jordan was on a dating site and a girl, it said that the, the Taurus said the him, the, he, yeah. he's the Taurus, she's the, yeah, I don't know, he, the Celica. Right. She, uh, they're not matchable. She's she That person in that situation with the, the article you pulled up is going to go, 
Now you know what you're yeah. men, you're mending too many fences over here. Yeah, I and want... he's he's not attentive about his stuff, and he might leave something valuable at work. So he's got to take care, or else he's gonna freaking lose right. something he valuable. He might leave something at home. Hey, hey, hey! Find out who people are on your own. I'm gonna send this podcast that? to that freaking person. Let's do it. I'm gonna find his or her name. Yeah, and then they're gonna be history. <laughs> yeah, we'll really get them. But isn't it so dumb? But like people do this about, uh, uh, okay, take away the, um, what's it called? Horoscopes? Yeah, uh, yeah, horoscope. The sign. Take away the sign or whatever. Dude, people do this like, oh, he's 6'1 and not 6'2. So I'm not oh, yeah. able to date him. Or, right. oh, he his jawline looks a little bit of, like jacked. Or yeah. he's got a patchy beard. Like, hey, get to know somebody. So true. Well, yeah. Here's the problem with online dating. I've said this multiple times because I've been doing it for what seems like 20 years. And I've never done it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done it. 20. Jordan. Whatever, dude. <laughs> I don't have any relevance to this I know, conversation. You, you don't. But I've been me, on your dating apps. Yeah. So, uh, but just let me explain the. Grab the, my dating apps. Other <laughs> dating apps. <laughs> My your other other dating. Dating. <laughs> all right, all right. Sorry, go ahead, Will. It's there, literally yeah. like you're config back to the car thing. It's like you're configuring a car or or putting together a meal. People, because there's so much information, there's on your profile, there's what kind of job you have, your height, where you live at, obviously pictures of you, your interests, answering questions, all these things that are supposed to break down within one page who you are and people make a dynamic decision whether or not they're interested in you based off this little description of you. Mm -hmm. But what people do is because it's online dating, it's literally swiping, swiping, swiping. It's a menu. So little vested interest that people have and little attention span people have in like finding someone to date at this point. And when they are trying to select somebody, if they have this minor credential, cool, I'm into them. If they don't, nah, on to the next one because there's literally just seems like endless pages of people. Yeah, and that's the problem with da- online dating is just it's yeah, just it's, it's a tough. recipe for disaster. It it's is. tough. Yeah, Can I ask I, a question. Go ahead. Is there such thing as dating not like online? Like, is there such thing as finding someone in a public place? No and, one knows uh, how to do that it's anymore. An honest question. Like, yeah, there is. There would somehow you, is. Would you run into some someone at a, a restaurant or a I mean in the freaking produce like a, aisle or something, a dude? Bar, yeah. <laughs> like probably a bar would be the the best place, right? Like a social setting. Like that. I'll say, man, I'll I'll tell you, I in a city like Nashville, there are tons of single people, um, yeah. of all ages, and you know, well, I I mean, of all adult ages and like all different walks of life and everything. Yeah, and um. I, there are plenty of opportunities around here to just walk up to somebody and be like, Hey, I just, <laughs> you, this just goes to show how little I do this or have never, Hey, just really love, just love your, love your vibe. Me. Uh, I, I, I don't know. This seems really weird, but I just saw you. I just love your style. I think you seem cool. And based on the avocados that you're picking here, I can tell a lot about a person. <laughs> I don't know. You say something like that. Little meat cute. There are opportunities to do that. And a lot of people do that in life, I've come to realize and learn. Like a lot of people are kind of kind of um, just not afraid to do that. Now, 
There really isn't a reason to be afraid. What's the worst that somebody can say? No. Okay, then a stranger who you will more than likely never see again knows that they rejected you. But the upside yeah, that's is, the case for a place like Nashville, where yeah, everyone in Nashville is not from Nashville, and more more oftentimes than not, they're looking to meet people and they're looking to do that's other true. things because they're that's true. Transplants in, everywhere in Michigan. You're probably going to see them the Desolate. next day at the grocery store. Yeah. You're probably yeah, going yeah. to see them at the gas station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're right, 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 right. right? Yeah, yep. or at Ironwood, yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah. Ironwood yeah. Post. Yes, um, it, it's it's yeah. The, the I guess yeah. The scenery does make a big difference because I'm not just going to walk up to somebody at Westbourne Market in downtown Plymouth and be like, "Honeydew, yeah. huh?" <laughs> have you tried cantaloupe well have i have cantaloupe to tonight the, i used to be a cantaloupe guy you probably <laughs> could though dude you could dude you could though that's you could. the thing you're freaking gonna... cute and you're funny and yeah, you're dude. charming Shut up, man. you dress well like yeah you, could do that. you smell good no and here's why i can't because i believe too much in horoscopes and i want to know what the horoscope <laughs> is before son of a i knew i knew you wrote it dude i yeah, knew you I'm wrote that di- i'm not diving into something without knowing their sign <laughs> What I can say with confidence is I don't think that people are accustomed to anymore. People just walking up and starting a, a random conversation with but them. But that or, gives you the opportunity to be different in a good way, though. If you can do that, and, oh, it's, a, it's interesting. This guy has stones that nobody else does, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. That's for it, me, it too. Could, it know? could go one or two ways. It really yeah. could. But I just think in general... Um, that people are just like if they're looking to date, like if they're actively trying to date, that they hop on a dating website. And at that point, most of those people that are doing that are not, I don't know, like engaging in that type of conversation, random conversation with a lot of people. Dude, I think I think the opposite. I think that people who are on dating apps, no one has positive things to say about dating apps. No one True. is like, yeah, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm having great luck. You know, I'm at, my future husband or wife, you know, I've been in three think... marriages since I started doing online dating. It's going <laughs> well. Yeah, I think that people who are on online dating apps are like they like to knock on it. You know, like yeah. they. So they, I don't know. They just suck. I, I just like specifically for me. I'm not too much of a guy who's like doing engaging random girls in in uh, in conversation in a grocery store or a bar not that i go to bars that often but you know it's just it's it's so cliche to say but it's like where the hell do you meet people yeah and um yeah it's just it's a weird dynamic yeah it's fair man maybe i've become so accustomed to the online dating thing too i hate it though i absolutely hate it because you can't you can't communicate who you are through that and then it then it jumps over to text and the texting lasts for two weeks. And then you go out and it's like, <laughs> we talked about everything that I needed to learn about you on here already. Now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm the primary conversation driver and I don't know what to ask you. Now it sounds like an interview and yeah. this sucks. So Damn, yeah. dude, that's insane. This, this struggle has got to be like common. Like, yeah, I think totally. I think totally. Yep. I think uh, for that reason, if I um if I get a little hungrier for you know just like relationship, then I I'll I'm probably gonna be the guy who goes up to strangers and is like, hey, mm-hmm. th- you know, 
Yeah. I promise I'm normal and everything, but I just you seem you you're cute and you seem cool and I like your style. What's up? Don't you start are, it off with I promise I'm normal. Dude, you <laughs> you also are probably the most charming I, I, my, com, conversationalist that anybody uh, thank you. knows. Well, here's my thing. I never want to make anyone feel uncomfortable whatsoever, like to the point where I'm just hypersensitive to I, I think you guys both are as well. But like I I um I never want to make anyone, regardless of, you know, man or woman, and I'm interested in the person or not, <laughs> you know, whatever. Like I just don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. And I never want to be perceived as somebody who's like not aware of how they make other people feel. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. Um but yeah. Yeah, it could it could work. I think I think there are a lot of single people out there. Probably in Livonia and Plymouth too, you know. You just right where I want to meet somebody. <laughs> Two ideal cities. Yeah. yeah. All right. Either someone I went to high school with or someone I live close to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to be a wingman. Nice. You, would you, you let out. me to be dude you would or would you let me to be you're too hot huh? if you're too hot dude he is dude he'd overshadow you're me. too handsome he'd overshadow too handsome that's so dumb dude freaking, she, you're freaking too she'd start talking to you and then i gotta walk away and then so. you'd walk away walk away and then i'd buy her drinks and then monica would think i cheated on her and <laughs> <laughs> right see full it's circle. all full circle. full circle yeah exactly yeah hmm. yeah bummer no, I'd have you as a wingman. I'd have either one. I've had you as a wingman before, I th- I believe. But I, I think have, so. I'd have you as a wingman, Jordan, anytime. And that same night. I don't know when one of I'm those... going to cash in this favor, but. Will, yeah. one of those same, that one of those times, at least that same night, when she was not being kind to you because you had wronged her in your past, I said, you're not going to talk to him like that. Remember that? <laughs> Dude. We're out of here. Did he get serious? Did he get I serious? Yeah. I was like, you're not going to talk to him like that. Yeah, I said something to that effect. We were we went up to the bar and we, it was loud, and we were like sitting there. And we hadn't seen each other in however many months. Pointed my finger I in had, her face. I <laughs> poked her in the eye. Shoved her cheek up. <laughs> You're not gonna. Yeah, you had a previous history with this I, person. We had a you hadn't history. seen her for several months, and it was the first time I had I'd been seeing her in however many months. So we go up there. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what the conversation was going to be like, how open she was to talking to me, whatever. And she was just pretty much like silent and wouldn't say a word to me. And and you it, it, hold on real, real quick. Will the backstory is that you, you know, a few months pre- previous or prior, you were not interested in her and she was super interested in you. Yes. You guys parted ways because of your lack of interest. Then yes. sometime later, you realized that, I had a mutual contact who was friends with that person. Yes. And you were like, maybe she wasn't so bad after all. I wonder if she'd be open to talking again. Because yes. I realized, you know, maybe there's some things about her that I'm open to now. Yep. That leads us to that night. First time you'd seen her in several months. Yes. Yes. So didn't know what to expect. We go up there. She's not really talking to me. Um, obviously not engaging. And came to find out she didn't know I was coming up which is always, always what you want. Always what you want in that situation. It was a surprise for her she that was Will into appeared. Me. I ended things, hadn't seen her in months. You want to see me. 
you want to see me unannounced. Me, me, oh, me. yeah. That's no. great. Go up there, oh, yeah. sitting there. Clearly, she's not talking to me, I, which I had assumed that whole time that she knew I was coming. If I didn't know, she, if, if I had known she didn't know I was coming, then I wouldn't have probably you gone. Have gone. So, now, as a wingman, do you have someone there? A mutual contact who's mutual friends contact, with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so everybody, it's four people. Four yes, people sitting four at the people. table. Yeah. yeah, it's not just me and him going up there to bombard her. Okay. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> we're hold sitting the, there. Hold interrogation light over her head. Answer <laughs> us! <laughs> it's a flashlight. It's, it's your phone light. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the four of us, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, she wasn't engaging with me, and all of a sudden, Stout was like, so you're going to talk to him or what? And she's, I don't remember what she said, but then you fired right back and you're like, all right, you know what? If you're going to be like that, blah, blah, blah. And then you just walked away and I was just (laughs) sitting there by myself. And I'm like, well, I don't know what to do now for sure. I'm like, well, I'll see you guys. And then I just got up and walked out with him. (laughs) This is not how I expected mine. Because you had his back, dude. Well, I I should have stuck around. I, yeah, I I don't know what I should have done, but I was just like, so are you going to talk to Will or what? Like we came up here. He wants to talk. Like he's here, you know what? He's trying to engage with you here. Are you going to talk to him or not? And I forgot what she said. I was like, you're not going to talk to him like that. We're we're gone. Bye. (laughs) See you later. Mutual contact. Buzz off. Bye. We're gone. (laughs) The boys are leaving. See you guys later. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So So, have you talked to that person since? Uh, we briefly spoke just via text after that, um, that night or like day after, like day regarding after, that I event, believe, okay. regarding that, that incident, uh, she didn't know I was coming up there and, and clearly I walked into whatever, but, um, but yeah, it was like, hey, I'm sorry, you didn't deserve that or whatever. So we, we reconciled some, uh, yeah. but never saw her obviously after that ever again. Wow. So yeah. Yeah. So online dating, man. This is how it goes. Um, it's cool. You should download every app. Every app. Try them all out. Switch between apps. Switch. Fire off an app a day. Yeah, I've never. An app oh. a day keeps the doctor away. That keeps a lot of things away. So true. Um, yeah. So on the way over here, um, I've talked about a sort of need for speed sort of scenario that happened before in Plymouth, right? Yeah. Speed bump jumping one. railroad tracks. Where you felt like you walked, yeah. you drove into a scene of need for speed and yes. there were kids cheering so there, when there the are, guy went over the train track. Clearly there's like stunt men that live in this area, in my area, uh, because on the way over here to Jordan's, uh, he lives maybe 12 minutes away. Um, there's this area of the road on the way here where you can get in the right lane to turn onto this main road. But after you pass over that road, it merges back into one lane. Someone in front of me, slow driving makes me more insane than anything on the, in, the, in the planet. I oh, get yeah. more rage when I'm on the road than any other time in my life. Sure. Yeah. I just don't have the patience for it. Yeah. Um, so I had to pass this person. I'm like, I would come up to the red light. I'm like, I'm going to get in the right lane and then I'm going to cross that main road. And as soon as I do, I'm going to merge back over left because it turns back into a one lane road. Wow. Two lane road. Uh, So Mm -hmm. we pull up to the red light. I get into the right lane. For some reason, I had this anticipation that the guy on my left, which maybe I always have this. 
because they know that it's also merging into a single lane again, yeah. that they're like, this guy's going to try and cut me off and whatever. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm but I was, just it. Su- I was like, not in a hurry to get here, but I was just, I just want to get there. I don't want to sit behind traffic. Get in the right yeah. lane, red light. It's counting down like a drag race is about to begin. <laughs> I didn't even look over to my left to see if this person was paying attention to me or not. I didn't care. I just knew the second that light turned green, I was gunning it yep. to get back over. Yeah. Yep. Light turns green. I smash my gas pedal, as does the BMW SUV right next to me. <laughs> I just saw the headlights tailing right with me. No. And I said, you know what? Today's not your day, dude. <laughs> Today's not your day. You're not messing with me. So you gunned it in the range. I had the gas pedal all the way to the floor doing 75 and a 40. And I won. You did? And Let's go. Felt better. <laughs> the good guy wins, boy. The good guy wins sometimes. Better. That's Couldn't have good. been off to a better start walking in here. After and then that. did he? And did, then then did he kind of like back off after and just oh, kind of yeah. let you keep you, you went your distance? And he, he was just telling kinda... me though, like yeah, he kept getting oh. in the lanes. I was getting in. I'm like, this guy's trying to start something. I don't know. Yeah, but I couldn't believe that in my Ranger, I I smashed this BMW SUV, dude. That's, that's special. You know the that's got to feel good. The good situation about that is that if you're if you're in that situation, and you both gun it. I'm going to be the guy that lays off because I know that the car behind that guy did not also gun it so Mm -hmm. I can get over. That's true. It's like, and I get a personal degree of satisfaction just being like, ha ha, got you to do what I wanted you to do, which was go faster. So you went faster now. (laughs) So, okay. Back to speed limit. So you win. Yeah. There's a narrow amount of room to where like, if you're gunning it that fast, you have to get over at some point. Yeah. And this guy was like keeping up with me so much that like he was impeding my my way of getting back over into the into the lane. Right. Yeah, it was it was do or die. I'm like, you're yeah. not you're not getting this, dude. Not tonight. What, what are you gonna let you're gonna let me veer off the road? No, of course you're not. You're gonna back off. Yeah, you're gonna yield because you're a chicken, chicken at this point. Hundred percent. Chimkin. And I won that. So that's that good. good. Dude, congrats Little victory on for that. the day. Dude, thank yeah, you. Yeah, congrats on that. Major thank you. Major big win. For, for real. For real. Yeah. Um well that's all I've got. I'm glad you shared that little anecdote second time i think i've used that in this episode so it's all good um but guys as always it's been a pleasure episode 47 47 believe that it's great and however long it's been i think a year and a half of doing this this podcast so uh, i don't know how many what your average what the average would be per episodes per week over the past year and a half since it's 47 less than number of uh weeks in a year the average would be sub one, but I don't know. I'll do the math and come back to you on that. But anyway, episode 47 of Stouting Off in the books. Love you listeners as always. Adore you, cherish you, honor you. Jordan and Will, thanks for being here as always. Love the Stouting Off family. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>